this is uh, Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. We are going live this evening uh, for just a few minutes. We're going to uh, talk about the uh, these PPP loans. Uh, it's kind of mentioned in the notification that was sent out, and, and I'll uh, be sending this out to our client list uh, within the accounting firm. Uh, here within the next day or so as well. Uh, I know that there are uh, quite a few people out there uh, before the ink was even dry on this uh, CARES Act uh, last Friday or before the president even signed it out there, you know, uh, putting out webinars and and uh, trying to get information out there in regards to this. Uh, I'm not at all trying to monetize through what's going on here. Uh, really just want to try to be a help uh, this evening as uh, uh, or whenever you listen to this in regards to where are we at right now, what do we know, and uh, where do we go from here. Um, as I think probably everybody is aware, and, and this particular uh, conversation uh, right now is really going to be geared toward uh, small business owners, uh, uh, sole proprietors, uh, those that would directly benefit from the, uh, from the um, Paycheck Protection Program that's part of the CARES Act. I am not going to get into the uh, economic injury disaster loan uh, component of this. I'm really going to kind of focus on the, uh, on the Paycheck Protection Program or the PPP program, uh, PPP portion or the PPL as uh, it's been referred to as well. So uh, I'm going to kind of talk at this, and, and I'm going to give you a lot of detail, so you may want to go back and listen to this, or uh, I may end up kind of distributing the information, uh, at least uh, the kind of the detail uh, in either uh, under this or send this out as a, as a blast a little bit later on. Um, so what do we know right now? Last Friday is, uh, is um, President Trump uh, signed this into law after kind of a, a lot of back and forth. Uh, as it relates to our uh, congressional leaders uh, in, as far as what this was going to look like. Uh, I know that there ended up being some, some pork in, the, in this particular uh, bill, as usually is the case with most anything that gets passed in Washington. Glad they finally got something done. <clears throat> I think uh, what the, the objective of this was to try to keep the economy rolling uh, through something that we have not seen in this country in, in, uh, in about 100 years as it relates to a pandemic, a health pandemic kind of going through, uh, going through our nation. And of course, our, our economy is complex. And uh, so a lot of what the objective was here to try to keep uh, people employed, try to keep uh, people working, um, or at least try to keep uh, money uh, coming into, uh, to the, uh, into, the, um, into the household of those who have been directly impacted, uh, for many of them, uh, to, uh, as to no fault of their own. Uh, either they lost their job or uh, their, um, uh, their businesses are struggling, whatever the case may be. Uh, on a previous uh, podcast, I had a couple gentlemen that we had the opportunity to kind of go through other provisions of the act. I'm not going to do that this evening either. So I'm going to hop right into this. Right now, we do not know ultimately what um, the banks are going to uh, what the banks are going to require. So the SBA, uh, they are not accepting the or the banks are not accepting these loans yet. They're not issuing these loans yet. So these banks are going to be issued or I'm sorry, these loans going to be issued by banks. Uh, all the banks uh, historically ha- who have issued or have been able to write seven uh, A loans, uh, of course they can uh, still they can write these as well as any bank who qualifies. Uh, under the Department of Treasury rules to be able to uh, to issue these loans. Um, so your local bank, your local community bank may be able to do these if they have not been uh, not been able to historically. The SBA does have a, a lender match tool on their website where you can go to find out if your local bank uh, is participating or is, is eligible uh, to participate in issuing these loans. So your your bank will be uh, will be issuing these loans backed by uh, the SBA. 
Uh, the maximum loan amount is $10 million. I'll get into here. I'm, what I'm going to do here is just kind of rattle off a, a bunch of facts as it relates. And then um, I want to say on the front end, you really want to talk to your tax advisor about this as well as your banker. Uh, so the banks may have different rules as far as what they want to see. Uh, they may want more than what the uh, than what the um, what I'm going to mention here. Uh, they uh, essentially they will have some latitude to be able to do uh, what they want, provided they operate within the guidelines of the uh, of this particular uh, act. So the maximum loan size uh, loan size is 10 million dollars. A small business is defined as one under 500 employees, and any business uh, that has been uh, that has experienced significant disruption due to the COVID-19 uh, uh, virus. Uh, can apply for these loans. So as of right now, with any uh, any business within the uh, United States and also uh, a few other areas as well. Uh, and the way this is going to run, the calculation as far as on what the maximum loan amount will be is you will need to go back and take the 12 months of your payroll plus certain employee benefits. So basically retirement, uh, group insurance over the past 12 months, uh, divide that by 12 and multiply it times 2.5. So if you kind of go back tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, the 31st is the end of the quarter. So maybe an easy way to do this, you kind of go back, look at your last uh, four quarters, grab your last uh, four 941s in your business, uh, add the, your top line up, divide that by 12, and then multiply it times 2.5. That's going to be the maximum loan amount. Um, so that's uh, that's one element uh, as far as what can you get a loan up to. doesn't mean that you may want to take a loan uh, that large, but that is the most that uh, that you can take. Now, um, uh so it's going to look at the it's going to look at the prior 12 months. If you're a seasonal business, okay, and and it might have some here that are seasonal businesses. There are kind of time frames they've outlined that you can look at, uh, which is February 15, 2019 through June 30th, 2019, or March 20 uh, March 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2019. Okay, so and so you'd use that as far as to calculate your average payroll. Uh, so payroll includes, as I mentioned here a second ago, salaries. It does include commissions, uh, tips. Uh, uh, health insurance, retirement benefits, uh, and uh, other types of compensation. It does can also include uh, certain contractor payments as well. And I'm not going to get into that. Uh, once again, if you're if you're in that boat and you have contractors that may uh, qualify, you want to make sure that you have that conversation uh, with uh, with your accountant or with the bank to see uh, what will qualify. Uh, any uh, any employee that's making over hundred thousand dollars will be excluded uh, from this. Uh, they cannot be part of this loan package. Uh, so it's basically for employees making under $100,000. Now, any part of the loan, and I'll get into the forgiveness portion of it here in just a moment, but any part of the loan that is not forgiven uh, will turn into a 10-year note with, uh, with an interest rate no greater than 4%. Uh, so you can kind of picture a little bit of what that is, and I'll get to the calculations here in just a moment. So uh, if you end up getting this loan, you don't spend it all in the eight weeks afterwards, and I'll talk about that here in just a moment. Uh, anything that is remaining, uh, you will uh, will convert into a 10-year loan, interest rate no, lo no higher than 4%. And um, uh, interest will accrue on the loan from the time that uh, the loan is taken out until six months later when you will need to start making payments. So essentially, you have about a six-month time frame where you not where you will not where you will not need to make payments on the loan, and then at that point, but interest will accrue. Then at that point, it'll become a ten-year amortization with an interest rate not to exceed four percent. Now, this particular loan, any small business, uh, normally uh, um, and normal uh, SBA loan programs, nonprofits are not able to get these. Uh, churches are not able to get these. In this case, uh, they are. So, uh, what can you use the loan for? So you go through, you run the calculation, you're able to secure the loan with your bank. And then uh, what, what can you use the, uh, the, the, the monies that you receive for? 
So ideally, uh, once you get the loan for the next eight weeks, uh, the the amount that you can use the, the, the loan money for are, number one, your payroll cost. Okay, so your, your payroll cost plus your um, uh, any sort of employee benefits that we talked about here just a moment ago. So uh, group insurance benefits as well as retirement plans. Uh, and then uh, in addition to that, uh, mortgage interest on a, lo- on a loan that you had in place prior to February 15th, rent for a, uh, for a location that you were renting as of February 15th, uh, and then um, uh, utilities on that location as well. So, uh, so your payroll, employee benefits, uh, so uh, group insurance, retirement benefits, uh, and then uh, mortgage interest, not the principal, but the mortgage interest uh, or rent uh, uh, for your location that you had in place prior to February 15th of this year, and then um, uh, also utilities on that location. Okay, so that's essentially what you can use it for now. There is a full-time equivalent uh, calculation that comes into play, and, I, and I'll try to get into that here in just a little bit. Okay, and, and try to explain this. Like I said, there's there's a lot of detail that goes into this. Uh, when you get into the process, you want to make sure you have a good understanding on all of these rules that you kind of understand how you can spend the money, how much of it can be forgiven, and then uh, what your exposure may be on the back end. Uh, under normal SBA uh, 7A loans, now they're using the 7A infrastructure, but this is not a 7A loan, okay? So they're using a 7A infrastructure. Under that, normally a personal guarantee is required. Uh, the EIDL, no personal guarantee is required if it's under the uh, 200000 uh, dollar threshold, but in this case here, there is no personal guarantee on these loans. Okay, so the uh, the owner will not need to personal guarantee, uh, assigned as a personal guarantee on these loans. So what does the loan forgiveness program look like? Uh, so the, uh, the forgiveness portion is calculated as the amount spent by the borrower during an eight-week period after the loan is taken out. And then, uh, as I mentioned, uh, any sort of interest uh, on, um, uh, on a mortgage that was in place prior to February 15th, rent, etc. okay, and utilities. And so the, the amount forgiven is reduced based on a, a failure to maintain the average number of full-time equivalent employees versus that period from either February 15th, 2019 through June 30th, 2019, or January 1st, 2020 through February 29th, 2020. So once you get this loan, there's going to be some work on the back end. So you're going to have to go back and look at the full-time equivalents during one of these time periods and see whether or not you're maintaining that particular um, uh, that particular workload, essentially, within your, within your, within your payroll within your company, okay? So uh, if you're maintaining the same full-time equivalents there, uh, then uh, essentially all of your payroll will be able to be used. Now, if, you're, uh, if your full-time equivalents drop or you've reduced any sort of your uh, employee's cost by 25%, okay, you're going to end up having to, uh, you're going to essentially have uh, a portion of that loan that you're going to have to pay back. Okay. Once again, I understand it's a little bit complicated. So uh, once you get into this, you want to make sure that you have a good, a real good grasp on what your exposure is. Ideally, what what you want to happen here is once you secure these loans, that you want to get people back into your business working. So if you had uh, essentially let people go here over the last uh, uh, month or so, uh, it gives you the cap- the the ability to go ahead and bring them back on and pay them and have that portion of the loan forgiven uh, a little bit later on. And uh, so that's essentially kind of what the objective is. So it's really kind of a short-term uh, uh, solution within your business to get the employees back into your business for an eight-week period, uh, get them paid, get the, get their benefits paid, uh, and, and so forth. Okay, then once that eight-week period is up, uh, whatever has not been used, essentially you have to pay back. And so uh, do, uh, next question that's commonly out there, do we need to file my 2019 tax returns? I know for a lot of our clients, we, we probably still have a couple hundred businesses that are, that are on extension. 
Uh, some lenders may require your 2019 returns to be finalized before they accept it. Uh, many banks will just operate off the 2018s or off of other paperwork. Uh, so just kind of be aware of that. If you go to your bank and they say we need the 2019s, uh, you want to make sure that you're prepared uh, for that, uh, that, that, uh, that you have your returns in hand, or you need to go find another lender that may not require your 2019 uh, taxes to be able to move forward. Um, how long will the loan application take? We do not know. The, um, when they passed this particular, when they ca passed the CARES Act, the, uh, they gave essentially uh, the SBA about 15 days to get, the, uh, to get exactly what they wanted from the banks out to the banks. Uh, so we don't know ultimately what that's going to look like, except probably some of the framework that's here. Uh, I know many banks out there are already starting to collect the information, but are not able to issue the loans. Okay, so just kind of be aware of that. Uh, the, uh, the local lender may require other information. They may want, may want financials. They probably will want financials from your business, year-to-date financials. Be prepared for that. They're probably going to want the numbers as it relates to your full-time equivalents as of one of these dates. Uh, so just kind of be ready with your information. Uh, that way, uh, once your bank actually, uh, if they're accepting paperwork now, start the ball rolling on it. Uh, or once they start issuing the loans uh, and uh, that, that you have everything in your hand, you're ready to roll. Because uh, it's 300, uh, essentially the, the amount that's there in, in some ways is first, first come, first serve. Now, I imagine if this uh, drains out, if the money all gets used, it's possible that it, Congress may, may uh, offer more. Um, but once uh, this uh, $349 billion has been spent, Okay, uh, we, we, we don't know what's going to happen from there. So you want to make sure you have everything in your hand. You're working with your banker now. You're communicating as much as possible. I understand that, uh, as, as you know, is the case with me, trying to send emails out and, and uh, in voicemails, not going to get response. A lot of places, banks, are they're, they're overwhelmed. Their doors aren't open. You can't walk in and talk to your banker like you could just a few weeks ago. Um, so uh, you may need to find another platform and uh, maybe an another bank that uh, you can go ahead and remit the information online. They're ready to go. They're ready to roll. Um, so uh, just kind of be just be prepared. As with anything in business, just be prepared. So uh, so the SBA will be issuing their guidelines uh, to the banks within 15 days. It was passed last Friday. Uh, so uh, they, they essentially have another week and a half or so uh, to be able to get uh, that information to the, uh, to the banks as far as what they're looking for. And then hopefully um, it'll be a little bit sooner than that. So uh, um, what businesses uh, can apply, businesses under 500 employees, the business must have been in place prior, prior to February 15th, 2020. Individuals who operate a sole proprietorship, uh, independent contractors, as well as self-employed individuals can also take advantage of this. Okay, um, so uh, just once again, I just want to kind of give really just a kind of a high level. I know I got into some detail here, but uh, um, as far as what exactly the, uh, the banks are going to be looking for, kind of the purpose of this loan. So I know I threw a lot out there. Uh, but kind of your big takeaway on this is just to be prepared. Get your paperwork prepared. Go back. Make sure you have your your uh, your 2000. If you don't have your 2019 returns yet uh, done yet, make sure you have your 2019s at least rough financials together, uh, uh, ready for the uh, ready for the banks. Uh, make sure you've gone back. You you have your last four quarters of uh, payroll. Uh, you have that information together, so you know what you uh, what you can. Because de definitely the banks are going to require that. You understand what your full time equivalents were uh, during uh, uh, during that time frame. And then take a look at your budget going forward and see uh, whether how much money you want to take in that loan process. Because maybe you don't want to take the full amount because you want to operate at a, at a reduced um, uh, uh, payroll number right now. Um, or you may want to go and take advantage of it, understanding that uh, you're going to have a portion of it that's not going to be forgiven, that uh, you will end up needing to start make, making payments on six months from now. 
hopefully this was of some help. I know that for my clients, uh, I'm sure you'll be uh, contacting and um, asking for more information for anybody else who watches this. Uh, maybe it gave you a little bit of information as far as to go to your accountant, uh, talk to them about it, as well as begin to putting, uh, begin putting together your information uh, for your banker uh, as we wait uh, for here in within the short uh, next week or so for banks to be able to start issuing these loans. Hope you have a wonderful day. This is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Hope to hear from you again soon. Take care.